Welcome to Digging Into a Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Tiller Coaching. All right, it's day 19. Thank you for joining me. Yesterday, we talked about the suffering guy. And today, we are very much staying on that same topic. Suffering, man, so good. Buckle up. Let's do this. Uh, With that as the backdrop, let's go ahead and dig in. This is Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the firstfruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we eagerly wait for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience." Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of God, in order that he might be the first, firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Okay, so there's so much here. Um, it's hard for me to quickly unravel it in this short podcast. Paul is just sticking way too much theology in this section. But it's okay. Um, since I'm a suffering guy, um, I'm going to focus uh, on that topic mainly, and we'll start with verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So he's basically saying that I don't, I don't focus on the suffering I'm experiencing. I put my focus on what God has for me. And that's great. Like, I, I love that. I think all of us that, you know, are, are believers and, um, you know, are part of this Christian community, I think we would all say, yeah, we try that. But it's really hard to do. Like, how do you actually do that? And I don't have a great answer for this outside of this statement. I think it's time for us to start taking ourselves less seriously Um, I think too many of us take ourselves too seriously, and I'm guilty of it. Um, You know, I'll I'll tell you, I don't know many people that do this well, but I do know one person that has been pretty successful at it, and it's my wife, Alicia. Um, She is, uh, I would think, a pro at this. She's so good. She does not take herself too seriously. So this podcast is coming out on November 30th, uh, 2021. And uh, next week on December 6th is going to be our 15 year anniversary of her getting sick. Like everything fell apart. She had had some health issues before, but things really fell, fell apart on December 6th, 2006. 
we don't actually know that date, but we're, we kind of went through the calendar and tried to hypothesize, and that's the date we're going with. So that's our anniversary. So anyways, it's been a long, hard road, and she's just dealt with things in such a ridiculous level. Every time we talk about her illness, every time we talk about the future, you know what her response is? She says, you know, God's not done with me. He's He has something for me. She's not focusing on her present discomfort. She just, like, frankly, I know that she's uncomfortable. When she falls asleep, you know, I'll hear her moaning and groaning. Uh, we heard this word groaning in here. She's literally doing that in her sleep. But when she's awake, she's like, no, God's got a purpose for me today and tomorrow and for however many days he has for me. And she's got real hope. She, you know, it says here, you know, that it's foolish to, like, Um, hope for the things that we see. We have to hope for the things that are unseen. Alicia does this and it's amazing. I don't know how she does it, but she doesn't take herself too seriously. And recently, you know, I took this break because I've been having these medical issues myself, nowhere close to the extent that she's experienced. But man, during this time, you know, where I've, I've, I've experienced pain and um, things aren't right. My energy's low. um, I'm distracted man, it's really easy to take myself too seriously. Like, no, I've got to fight to to get better. I need to figure this out as soon as possible. And while all of that is true, um, you know, I I really want to get healthy just for the sake of my family because they depend on me. Like, that's the biggest thing. I've been challenged to not take myself too seriously. And, you know, frankly, that comes from Alicia, and I'm so thankful for that experience. Um, So I hope you can grab hold of that, too. Um, You may know Alicia, you might not, but um, if you were to stop and think, man, am I taking myself too seriously right now? Um, You you probably would answer that question of yes, Um, because you know, hoping for what is unseen as opposed to what is seen and experienced, the pain, the discomfort, all that stuff. It, it's just way better. Now, at the same time, I, I, I need to not overlook verse 26. I wish I could go through more verses, but I'm already late here. Verse 26 says this, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And, man, Over the last 15 years, over the last few months with my own medical junk, I've I've experienced this a lot. Sometimes I just don't know how to pray. Sometimes I'm just so upset and it's like, yeah, like I am taking myself too seriously. And that's when I just need to go to the Lord in prayer. And I, you know, those times it's like, okay, well, what words do I use? Do I have to find the fancy, nice words to, that are going to speak to to God? If, if I, if I say the right words, is that going to unlock the thing that I want? Well, no, like I can just sit and be present and I can just share like feelings or stream of consciousness or whatever. And the Holy Spirit interprets it and adds his own words and his own groanings and it's meaningful to God. And so if you don't know what to pray for, man, it's totally okay. Just sit and be present and and do whatever you can because the Holy Spirit is there to encourage you and to speak on your behalf. And that's monumental. All right. I swear I'm going to get back to five minute podcasts, but um, all of that is so good. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow as we continue on with Romans chapter eight. I'll see you then.